Let us pray. Gracious God, who loves us more than we can ask for or imagine, send your Holy Spirit to dwell here with us, so that only your word may be spoken, and so that only your word may be heard. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. This past Wednesday, we began our 40-day Lenten journey in order to prepare our hearts, minds, and souls for Easter. The 40 days of Lent are meant to bring to mind many biblical stories. One of those stories is a story of Noah and the ark, the short snippet of which we heard just uh, a few minutes ago. Let's just remember those 40 days of rain that Noah and his family experienced while on that ark. It's also meant to remind us of the 40 days that the Ninevites spent repenting and wearing sackcloth and ashes in the Jonah story that we heard a few weeks ago. It is also meant to recall the 40 years that the Israelites spent wandering around the wilderness after their escape from Egypt and before they made it into the Promised Land. And most important of all for us, it brings to mind Jesus' 40 days in the desert wilderness as we heard a few minutes ago in our Gospel reading. This year we heard Mark's version of the story. Now Mark's version is much shorter and much sparser than Matthew or Luke's versions. Sparse, kind of like the desert that Jesus entered. It only takes Mark two verses to tell the story. Matthew and Luke take six times as long to tell the story. And in that sparseness, so many of the wonderful details that we know and we love, like um, the content of those temptations and that uh, very clever dialogue between Jesus and the devil, all that, it's missing. And yet there are gifts in the sparseness as well. Sometimes in all the detail, we can miss the forest for the trees, as the old saying goes. One of the things that Mark's telling so obviously brings out is where this story takes place in the larger narrative. It allows us to see the forest more easily. As we heard, the story of the desert wilderness sits between the baptism of Jesus and the beginning of his ministry in Galilee. By seeing these surrounding trees, we can see that the wilderness experience was a precursor for the Galilean ministry. And a necessary one at that. Whatever happened out there in the desert and facing those temptations was critical for Jesus to do the work that he needed to do. Out there in the desert, he learned about himself, and he learned how to trust God, and he learned the pitfalls that lay ahead on the journey. The desert experience forged him so that he was ready to start. We also see that right before he went out there in the desert, Jesus heard those words from God, You are my Son, the Beloved, with you I am well pleased. The desert wilderness is not something that he or we experience because of lack of love from God, but rather it is God's love guiding us as we go through it. A few years ago, Christine Marie preached a Christmastime sermon about belovedness, and in it she shared a poem by Jan Richardson entitled, Beloved is Where We Begin. 
and I've asked her to share that poem again with us today. If you would enter into the wilderness, do not begin without a blessing. Do not leave without hearing who you are, beloved, named by the one who has traveled this path before you. Do not go without letting it echo in your ears. And if you find it is hard to let it into your heart, do not despair. That is what this journey is for. I cannot promise this blessing will free you from danger, from fear, from hunger or thirst, from the scorching of sun or the fall of the night. But I can tell you that on this path, there will be help. I can tell you that on this way, there will be rest. I can tell you that you will know the strange graces that come to our aid only on a road such as this, that fly to meet us, bearing comfort and strength, that come alongside us for no other cause than to lean themselves toward our ear and with their curious insistence, whisper our name. Beloved, beloved, beloved. In your baptism, you were united with Christ in his baptism and became a member of the body of Christ. In your baptism, those words spoken by God to Jesus are spoken to you. You are beloved by God. We are entering a Lent that perhaps we never ended from last year. But as you do, take this blessing with you. God loves you. And that love of God is with you in all the desert wildernesses that you experience. God's love is with you in the desert of Lent and in the wilderness of this pandemic. God's love is with you in the desert of loneliness and depression and anxiety. God's love is with you in the wilderness you face when a relationship breaks down, or a job is lost, or a loved one dies. God's love is with you in the desert wilderness of a cancer diagnosis, or a miscarriage, or a car accident. God's love is with you. God, who is love, is with you and blesses you. Let this truth seep into your heart and guide you through the wilderness. Hear God whisper those words into your ears. You are beloved. Amen.